You are listening to SelfDiscoveryRadio.com with an orchard of wisdom just ready for your picking, filled with illuminating, inspiring stories. Do check out the community and the discovery stores. We are here for you. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life. I'm your host, Sarah Droy. Hmm, optimism. Well, as I've said, I'm a very optimistic person, but enthusiasm is a little on the uh, bridge right now. Do you feel that way? Are you so optimistic about a certain aspect of your life, but kind of the enthusiasm to carry it through is being a bit dampened? Well, it has been that way with me. And, well, you know, sometimes those dark folks keep creeping in. and They take away your enthusiasm for optimism. And so, how do we stop that from happening? I am the eternal optimist. I was being, believing that somehow it will work out, that I'm meant to go this way, meant to take this journey. Then something happens and you get challenged once again and you wonder all about it. I'm very enthusiastic about what I do, what vision I see for the future, what possibilities lay before me, and I take action to put them into process. But then it's stop, not right now. And that gets very, very confusing. It's this hurry up and wait thing again. Surrender to patience. Why wait? If you've given me such a, a good vision to act on and I'm acting on it, why is it a full stop? Why does it become hurry up and wait? And this is where you kind of question your enthusiasm. You've risen to that um, enthusiastic opportunity, that optimism that it can be. And then your enthusiasm gets dampened with the constant stop, start, stop, start. I don't understand when everything feels right why you can't move ahead. Well, I guess I can. Sometimes you just can't argue with the universe. It's that, surrendering to patience, but it's also an understanding and trust. Sometimes you're given a vision, the whole blueprint, everywhere where it can go, and you think that's when you've got to start building it. And basically it's telling you this. There's the blueprint of opportunity. There is the blueprint of possibilities. There is the blueprint you could be optimistic about. But don't step into enthusiasm just yet. It's not time to act on it. It's purely a blueprint. And you have to wait for the synchronicities of the universe to come about before you can act on it. And that means the people, the time and the place. What it means is that you're ready when you meet them. You've already got your vision in place. So when you meet those right people, you're ready to articulate it. It's not just an idea at the back of your head. It is a blueprint. It's something that's ready to go. And you'll meet that right person at that right time. And that is when you can get enthusiastic in sharing your blueprint. But I do understand how it can challenge your enthusiasm when you've got a great idea and it's time to hold, right? But, you know, I do go down those dark days. I'm, you know, it, it's sometimes hard. You get gloomy, even scary. And, but you can't forget that freedom starts in the mind with a willingness to connect to your heart and soul. It's that soul connection, which is that enthusiasm, 
comes from God. It's that enthusiasm of that ignition of step into enthusiasm right now. Mm -mm, This is not a time to be enthusiastic. But it's hard to read that sometimes. And so you do get a little dark and a little despondent and start seeing things differently. And we have to do everything we can to make sure that we see the clear blue skies, that we, you know, the clouds are fluffy. And we don't allow it to rain on our parade. How do we do this? Well, we find A, our triggers. What is it that's going to set us down that path? Stop reading things as a disappointment because it didn't happen right when you wanted it to. Again, it's your plan. It's your blueprint for when the time is right, for when the people are right. Just because you can't put your foot to the pedal right now doesn't mean it's not a good idea or not a good vision. And of course, having that blueprint, one has to be willing to change it. It is purely that, a plan. It doesn't mean you have to implement the plan to the letter. It's an idea with a plan of how it can go forth. But when you invite those possibilities, somebody else may have a tweak on it or a different perspective that propels it in a different direction that's still very serving. So don't give up on your wonderful idea. It's just put a pin in it. It's not right now. You can still water it, you can still feed it, you can still vibrationally, energetically nurture it, but it's got to wait until that synchronicity is there. So what do you do in the meantime? Do you just sit back and twiddle your thumbs? No, you don't. You step into other things. Now, as you know, I went to Toronto in order to implement the self-discovery community. It didn't take off over there. I didn't get to present it to the people I wanted to present it to. And those that I did, the people involved were gung-ho, but the directors, no. So again, it's when it hits all those right notes, when it hits all those right people, it's the right time. If it's a no, don't take it as a despondency. It's just a redirect, not at this time. So I came back to BC and moved to Victoria And one of the things I realized that my trip to Toronto was, was uh, a reflection, looking at your life from from the outside in and understanding that everything I want to do is all hunky-dory, but there's some other things I need to do first. One of those is a little investment in me. I've put all my time and energy into the radio station and all these interviews that I bring to you because... There are some awesome people with some brilliant information and some wonderful tools and stacks of 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 inspiration that will help you on journey on your journey of life and that's the reason I do it. But it is time consuming and it does take five, six days a week to do all that I do then I bring to you. And no, it's not a paying job at this point. Um I'm inviting Sponsors. I'm inviting people to donate. I'm inviting people to support. And uh, yes, that is obviously something I need to focus on right now. So basically what that trip was about is like, okay, first and foremost, you. One of the things you went to Toronto for was to find life outside of the radio station. Joy in your life, participation. And I had a taste of that when I was with my daughter. I stepped back into spirit, stepped back into joy. Well, I can't lose that now that she's in New Zealand and I'm back here. I have to remember what that joy is like and seek it out where I'm living. So that is my task at the moment, stepping into joy, stepping out of work and finding a life to live that doesn't just revolve around my work. The other thing was, is Sarah, we need your book. I've been putting off writing it and 
thinking my story was boring, but other people say, you know, you should share it, and I will write it as my, I don't know, my memoir. But it's going to be from an angel's perspective, and it's going to be of the angel trying to get back to my soul, heart, and spirit teachings where for the past few lifetimes I've lost that guidance. And we'll see, you know, maybe nobody will read it, maybe other people will read it, but it's been written. And that was one of the things that I had tasked it for myself, put on the shelf, and now have to do. And of course, the other thing to do with the station, I have to take these files and odd shows that I've done and categorize them so it's easier for you to find. So I have a lot of work ahead of me, balancing some joy, external joy, which is internal joy, but externally going out and finding it. Uh, Obviously refining the radio station and categorizing, writing the book, and at the same time manifesting and attracting financial support for the radio station and the work that I do. So I can still have the optimism I'm going to achieve all of that. I've still got the enthusiasm for everything that I'm going to do. It's just, we have to remember sometimes, juggling act. And when anything gets a little bit too much or too overpowering, we lose our focus and that's where we lose our enthusiasm. So this is something we need to look at. Should I only be focusing on one thing? Well, I can't just focus on the book and not the radio station. I can't go on hiatus and leave everybody in the lurch. So I have to find a balance, radio station and book. I cannot completely abstain from joy in my life, but set aside a couple of days a week or a week that's dedicated to that. So what we have to do is start looking at how to compartmentalize. No, can you believe if anybody knows me, me saying compartmentalize, I'm everything out of the box, no box, everything go with the flow, my sign is air, everything is about the wind and the water and the flowing forward. But... In order to have a structure that you want to build on something, you do need to put things in their certain order. I can actually do all three of these things, but what I have to do is focus one thing at a time at different times, not focus on all three of the things at the same time. Right? That's how you can multitask and still achieve. People say, well, how can I do this when I've got a full-time job? How can I step and do that with that? compartmentalize family time work time dedication to something you want to do we have to be a little structured hard for me again because a sign structure what is that i'm all about creative ideas possibilities but i'm not the builder so i'm having to take a little notes from the builders and build that blueprint structure that i can achieve from because that structure's in place. Now I can get enthusiastic about the things I want to do. I know the community is out there. It's out in the in the beautiful, divine, sourceful energy and it will attract the attention from the right people when the time is there. It's there, still being nurtured, still being shared, still very much believed in. But I have to focus on the things that are at hand. So that is what's important right now. That's where I can bring my enthusiasm into it. Getting enthusiastic about writing the book, well, right now it's intimidating. It's that getting started and piling all my notes together, all those thoughts that come into my head and just plonking them down. And then I will, as I do with everything else, a show or a blog, I'll start off with one sentence and see where it goes. Mm, Is it going to be terribly structured? Most likely not. We'll structure it afterwards when we 
place it in the positions that it needs to be in. I think probably the hardest thing for me will be the stepping outside and having joy, meeting people and just laughing and loving life, just because I get so focused on work that work is all I seem to have. Well, what a dull person I'm going to be if that's all I ever talk about. Why can I express who Sarah is? Has Sarah only become Self-Discovery Radio? This is something I have to go and seek and explore for myself. What am I outside of this? I know who I've been. I know who I've been that I don't want to be. I know what I would like to be. Now it's just a question of exploring of how to be. I think if we di- if we lose our enthusiasm for life, then we kind of make excuses not to move forward. I'm very optimistic about everything I've been given and what I want to achieve. Will it happen exactly the way I want it to? Probably not. But because there's a blueprint there that others can see, it invite them to bring their vision and share that we can build together. Can I be enthusiastic about things all the time? No. But when you have structured things, when you have compartmentalized things, and now you're stepping into this zone or this zone or this zone, you can get enthusiastic about it because all you're focusing on at that moment is that zone, not everything on your plate at the same time. So, some little tips here. Structuring, building, planning, blueprinting, never giving up. But also understanding that there are those times when it just is all too much and all you want to do is give up. Okay, give up for five minutes. Go and do something totally different. Don't try. Don't push yourself forward. That goes with anything you're doing in life. If you're not enthusiastic about it in the moment, don't force it. Go and do something you are enthusiastic about and then bring that enthusiasm to the table to what it is that you're either needing or what else it is you're wanting to do. Trying to force something is just going to be fake. It's just going to make you resentful. It's just going to switch you off. You cannot turn enthusiasm on just like that, but you can invite it, and you can be made enthusiastic by other things that then transplants on to to what you want to do. So, yeah, I know things get gloomy, but those clouds will pass. I know it's another rainy day, but just think of what it's watering. I know it's snow again, but it's just the season. Go make a snowman. And you know that spring is trying to come out. All those buds, all those blossoms. It's just waiting to explode on us. Nothing stays the same. So don't get caught up in one moment. Everything is about fluidity of movement. It may go in a spiral or a typhoon or it may be a gentle breeze It may be a gusting wind. The whole point of it is go with the flow and let things happen. So, freedom starts in the mind. It starts with the permission to let your heart, your soul and your spirit step in. You have to set yourself free with that freedom in the mind. See, the mind is working on the programming. If you're stuck in that program, that is going on and on and on on the same old program, you're not going to invite anything else in. So, give your mind permission to open up other doors, the soul, the heart, the spirit, and allow that to come into play. Now, 
you're beginning to see things differently. You're beginning to see things hopefully, enthusiastically, and you're now being able to focus on something that you can make happen. So allow your mind to open up and set you free. And dark thoughts, yes, they are gloomy, but sometimes you need to be a little gloomy or a little dark, just in order to actually understand the power of the light. Yin and yang, dark and light, they come together. When they coincide together and you're not stuck in either one of them alone, that's when you begin to actually understand how impactful it is. You see, every single day you make a choice. What kind of choice are you making? What are you feeding? What are you nurturing? Those downtimes, it's a snuggle and a cuddle with you, some self-love, or getting love from those around you. When it's enthusiasm, invite other people to be enthusiastic with you by inspiring them, not demanding, but inspiring them to be so. Let things grow. Let things grow and follow them and understand there will be cloudy days. There will be bright sunny days, there will be rainy days, there will be drought days. The whole point of it is, is understanding that those seasons of life aren't here to stop you. They're here to either redirect you or show you another aspect that you can incorporate. Life is exciting, folks. Let's be optimistic about it. Let's step into our enthusiasm for it. And every time that enthusiasm gets dampened, okay, what can you do to switch channels? What can you do to step into some other joy? What can you do to get your mojo back? Don't get stuck in the dark clouds. Stout, there's a rainbow over there, and it's just waiting for you. I wish you enthusiasm, love and joy, inspiration, creation. I wish it all for you. I understand the deep dark days, you know I do, being there in that depression many a time. But what we feed grows. So feed the light, feed the possibilities, feed the enthusiasm. Get a little structured. Focus in on one thing at a time. Don't overload yourself. And keep believing. Keep believing. It's find something to believe in. Act on that belief and commit to that action. And whether you're doing one or a dozen things, one thing at a time. And then you won't be overloaded and you won't lose your enthusiasm. So folks... Much love and light to all of you. Until next time, bye for now. This is Sarah Troy from selfdiscoveryradio.com, Sarah's View of Life. 